Welcome in to another edition of Sweet Tea Fantasy. This man speaking to you at this precise moment is named Tuck, and that over there who's getting ready to talk goes by the name of Thurston. So what, what up there, Thurston? Now, I'm doing so well, and you got to tell these folks, this ain't no normal everyday show. This is a biggie. Oh, it sure is. Uh, as you alluded to, we got us a special edition of this here Sweet Tea Fantasy show today, and uh, I'll tell you why. It's our annual mid-season award show. Now, I'm, I'm sitting here in my all-white tux looking my, like my hero, uh, Rick Pitino. And uh, I'm sure you got some slicked up, fancy get up over there at uh, sitting at your humble boat as well. Am I right, old buddy, old friend, old pal? Got my drawers on. Ooh, super fancy. So, you know, I, I ain't got no monologue this week or a monologue about how I ain't got no monologue either. Uh, so, you know, we, we typically just do a whole hum, you know, mid-season annual award show like any other podcast would do. But uh, since this here's, you know, that league we're following all year and berating and mocking its owners mercilessly and without bias or remorse. Uh, but since them guys got them uh, where, where all the teams are supposed to, supposed to have sitcom-related team names, uh, we, we thought we'd do our awards the same way, you know, proving once again that this really does take about two seconds to think about. Uh, but before we get to that, though, uh, did you happen to get us a sponsor for this here award show, Mr. Thurston? Well, yeah, yeah, boy, I did. I got one sitting here. Uh, now, I, I ain't got any rhetorical questions for you, but I'm just going to read it like it's on the page, all right? And you got to just let me go, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. Hey, Ma, there's a package for you. But I didn't order anything. What's this? Oh, how sweet. <laughs> woof, woof. Will G. Willikers, it's a puppy. Everybody loves a puppy. And now you can ship one anywhere just by logging on to PetsOvernight.com. PetsOvernight.com, delivering little bundles of love in a box directly to your door. Woof. All right, you're good now. Who was that other person you had there in the room there, Thurston? She's a good old actor. I'll tell her all about it. <laughs> Is that really your ma? You do what you gotta do for the ad read now. Don't make me talk about it. <laughs> all right, all right. So, uh, you know, this is a moment y'all been waiting for, so we'll get right to it. But uh, our, our first award tonight is the Chalupa Batman Award. So, in the sitcom The League, uh, there's a character named Taco, and uh, he earns the naming rights for his brother's next child, and he chooses Chalupa Batman. So, the Chalupa Batman Award is going to be awarded to the worst team name in the league. Now, that seems like a shoe-in. Am I right, Thurston? Like, well, I could, see it, I could see it going a couple of ways. Okay. Well, uh, you, you know, you might think it's probably going to be the team that Literally has broken all the rules as far as team name goes and flouted all the conventions. But we're, right. actually, we're actually going to start off awards night uh, with one of them M. Night Shammy Sham twists uh, because this award goes to the Pip 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 Parades or, or whatever they're called. Uh, so not only do I wither away a little bit on the inside when I say that name, which I said correctly, uh, what has to come into question here is. Is Drake and Josh even a sitcom? So what you say about that person? Well, you know, I, I asked that question before, and people assured me it was. But, I, you know, I kind of focus in on how teams play and how I notice their scores going and stuff. So I, I'll tell them they're five and three. That ain't bad. I, I, I'll take it. Uh, but watching them play week to week, watching the decisions this team makes, it reminds me of my other cousin Daryl's laugh. Just having to listen to it because it's real obnoxious and terrible. Kind of goes like, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that. Really mm -hmm. gets on the nerves watching this pit pit. How's your other other cousin Daryl doing? 
Oh, he's fine. He's all right. He's still got to work on that dairy issue. Daryl's dairy issue. Yes, That's... sir. <laughs> so, um, so that that that's our first award there. Um, you know, I I have to say this is I want to get this one out of the way because by gum I hate saying that team name. Pip Pip to do the Pip Pip. Uh, you know we we always come up with team names for the team that shall not be named should change their name too. We should also start doing it for that other team. I don't know if I can go the rest of the season saying that. So that now, do you reckon we ought to start watching this Drake and Josh and trying to come up with other examples from that very show? I think we might ought to Google it and not watch the show. Is what <laughs> is what I well that's what that's what I meant anyhow. <laughs> okay, I yeah. ain't watching filth. <laughs> not with these eyes. <laughs> Yeah, not those eyes or any other eyes either. But uh yeah, that that may be something we do in the future. Uh, but uh so yeah, we we started off strong there. We had the the Chalupa Batman award. So uh but next up we got we got the Art Vandalay award, which is the award that goes to the biggest pretender. So in Seinfeld, uh George always pretended to be Art Vandalay. So uh this award goes to the team that Acts like they good, but they really not good. Uh, now, uh, is this going to be the team that's also named after Art Vandalay? Uh, that might have been a good idea, but it ain't. So <laughs> my, this might be another M Night Shammy Sham twist. I didn't even know about. Uh, I I thought the answer was clear that the chickens don't clap. They ain't got no business being five and three. Ain't it the truth? Can't we all agree on that one? Yeah, this one goes to the chickens don't clap. So what do you think about that? Well, they're five and three, like you said. They ain't scored that many points, to be honest with you. They're near the bottom of the league in that category. So getting a bit lucky going here. Um, I did hear, I think, that one of the commissioners of this league actually runs his team. So I be checking in on some some shenanigans possibly happening here um but watching this team and the way they transact and the things they do it's about like well we already mentioned it so i'll just bring it up here it's about like my other other cousin uh, daryl and his <laughs> uh, his dairy issues if you if you're in the room with him when it's happening it's a rough time and that's about how it is watching this team Oh, I'm glad that I accidentally uh, ran over all your jo- your uh, other other Daryl cousin joke a little bit earlier. Well, I'm so just was... glad you ordered it in such a way that they backed each other up <laughs> one by the other, so they're not quite as funny. Well, what a happy accident that was! <laughs> um. Oh, and and I think you mispronounced the word there. Huh? Uh, you said shenanigans. I think it's um, the the word that you're actually I think trying to say is Shannon again's like that terrible person in town named Shannon. They're at it again. You know they're causing trouble. Oh, Shannon again's it's Shannon all over again. I think I had it wrong. Yeah, I think so. Okay, but but I, I do think I'm in my, national radio. Well. World. <laughs> I do think you're onto something though. I I hadn't considered that this dude just cheating his way to the top. You know, I th- you, you know you're in trouble when you're you're trading for Derrick Henry at this point in the Yeah, season. I seen that too. I wasn't gonna say nothing about it. Yeah, you're five and three and you're like, Oh, I need I need Derrick Henry. That's- He's about the most useless fat feller I ever seen on the football field. No, I thought you were going to say in general, and I was like, I've seen a bunch of more unproductive fat people. you seen my family. <laughs> yeah, your original cousin Daryl ain't got nothing on Derrick Henry. Or Derrick Henry ain't got nothing on him. 
However, well, they're both one. They're both right. Yeah, they're both. Yeah, but uh, so so we'll go on to our next award, um, and the next award is the the Moo Point Award, and uh, this is this is a team that just don't care about nothing. You know, as, as Joey Tribbiani says, and friends, uh, a Moo Point is a cow's opinion. It don't matter, and this team, boy howdy, they really do not care. Open roster spots, no transactions through week eight. Uh, we, of course, give this award to the Domain Master. Right on. Or Domain Masters. Uh, is there an answer? No, I, I don't think so. I so think it's one single master. Yeah, and to be honest, I don't think there's even one single one there. Oh. Well, I mean, they yeah, made a transaction I, or <laughs> anything through week eight. I don't know if you can call him a domain master. I tell you what, he's domain four. disaster, maybe. You're just getting not mighty clever now. <laughs> yeah, it's team sitting at four and four. So, I mean, they're, you know, I mean, you keep saying, like, with this, this league, really, let's be real about it. Ain't nobody really separating. Maybe just the one team at the top's kind of done a little separating. No, no spoilies. Every, everyone else is sitting here around together. And so, like, I mean, this watching this whole league, right? I'm just going to bring this out. Watching this whole league go into a real nice, shiny new urinal, okay? You feel better after your job's done. You take care of everything you got to take care of, but ain't no one going to remember it. Ain't nobody going to look back and say, well, that was a mighty fine urinal back there. No. You handle your business and you go. That's watching this league. Ain't, ain't There's nothing special going on. So he's sitting there at four and four. And whenever I think about this team, I'm thinking, there was this one time, right? I worked with this one feller, and he kept using this word on a podcast I didn't quite understand. Kept saying it and saying it over and over again, and I couldn't get it. And so that night I went home, and I started looking up the word trope. And it took me a good great many days to figure out what it meant. And watching this team play is about like that experience. It was so annoying, so difficult, and it just ain't much good happening. Uh, Thurston, I know you, you got troubles with the, uh, the old memory noggin, but uh, that's actually me you're talking about. Well, win in Rome. Exactly. Beyond the ropes. Sometime. Uh, um, About twice. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it may it may say something about the, you know, the guys in this league uh, that the Domain Masters, who, as we said, they got open roster spots, ain't made no transactions. Uh, they're for looking to get in the playoffs, so. Right. Yeah, that may be. Lowest scoring team in the league, by the way. Lowest. Just barely crept over the four-digit. Well, that's interesting. That I guess they all just look at his name like, oh, that's the domain master. We don't need to bring it today. They mastered this one. Right on. But uh, next up, we'll, we'll go ahead and move on now. We got us the – Unagi Award. So you'll have to explain this. And- oh, I will. So in Friends, you know that that classic sitcom. Ross tells us that Unagi is the state of total awareness. You know, and in fantasy football, that translates almost directly as the team that made the best trade of the year so far award. And uh, wouldn't, right. wouldn't you know that this award goes to the friend zone? Uh, they, for the they, best trade, best trade. You know they must. All right, they must have been in a total state of unagi uh, when they made this trade. They they got themselves James Conner, Beast. Can we agree on that, Beast? He's I. Yeah, I get uh, it. Marquise Goodwin. That is right. Right. That dude was in the Olympics, and he's out here. I think they got a third string quarterback going right now. Well, I mean, all they got to do is throw it real far, and he'll go get it because he was in the Olympics, run around 
all these normals trying to catch him. But and then they they also got uh, Peyton Barber starting running back. That's fine. I like starters, uh, and they got the Bears defense as well. That's a top notch defense. Now, what kind of a barber is he? Can he handle his business? Well, I ain't gonna be disappointed later, am I? Well, have you ever seen that episode of the Looney Tunes where Bugs Bunny is? He's like the barber for for Amber Fudd, and he's like massaging his head, putting all these oils. They got them. some real sweet music going there. Yeah, yeah, he's that kind of barber. He'll make you laugh and laugh and laugh when you watch him run. All right, <laughs> I'm loving that. I'm in. So yeah, whenever whenever I'm looking at the friend zone here, they're sitting at three and five, uh, just three points away from being in last place, which is better than last week when I reckon they's what one or two points away from being in last place. Um, whenever I watch this team and they how they play and score, it reminds me of an old roommate I used to have. He was a deaf feller. But he really loved that guitar, and he thought he's Jimi Hendrix, but I don't think he really knew what he's doing. <laughs> Thurston, now, I know your memory noggin, it don't work too well. Right. But that was your buddy old Tuck, and I ain't deaf. You, you never even told me that my guitar well, I mean, ain't like Jimi Hendrix. Think- I think the screaming and running out the room and trying to put plaster in my ears and all that would tell you some stories. I thought you was just accentric. And you thought you was Jimmy. <laughs> but uh so so I'll tell you about this this team. You know, I told you all them good players that they got in that trade. Right. You wanna know what the other team got? I mean, you already know. What'd they get? It's rhetorical. But the other you team, better tell me. The other team got Christian McCaffrey. All right, he's good. He's solid. And then a bunch of dudes that the chickens don't clap, they just cut them immediately. So they got one good player <laughs> and a bunch of trash. And they gave away a bunch of good players. An Olympian. An Olympian. Uh, hey, wow. Why didn't they just throw Jesse Owens into that trade? Oh, look at that. There's uh, Carl Lewis. He's going for the chickens. Don't clap, too. Here comes Jackie Joyner Kersey. Yeah, I mean, we could name track athletes all day. I'm sure we haven't <laughs> run out of them right now. Or, you know, Michael Johnson. Now we've run out of them. What's that Jamaican feller? Oh, yeah. Uh... He ain't American, Mr. Thurston. Tyson Gay. That ain't him. Now I'm out. <laughs> all right, but, yeah, so we, we named, you know, we could go all day naming tra- track athletes, but Marquis Goodwin, he's one of them, and they traded him away. But, uh, right so, you know, this trade was like stealing candy from a baby, except I'm sure that baby didn't cry as much as the Chickens don't clap owner is right now. So for shame. For sure. So um on the opposite of the spectrum, we got the uh I've made a huge mistake award, and that's for the worst trade of the year so far award. And uh this ain't exactly named right because the team that done won this award has made huge mistakes all season. But they don't say I've made huge mistakes on rest development. They just say I've made a huge mistake. And uh, the Festivus speech, uh, they should have done said this about 20 times already this year. Have you been keeping up with this guy, Thurston? Now, I've been seeing there's lots and lots of transactions going, so he's kind of the opposite of that domain master. I feel like domain's, like, sitting on the pot, but, like, too scared to actually go. And this guy's just run, letting it run, just rolling through. So I, I don't really get what he's doing, uh, sitting at three and five. I kind of think about whenever I see this team in action, it reminds me if you just turn on a garbage disposal and then you just listen to it for like hours. It's kind of like that. 
Yeah. Uh, you're really going with the, the bathroom references. No, I mean, not that one, but the one right before that. And then about three or four of them before that. Well, there's a common theme in this league if you ain't picked it up. That is a good point. But, yeah, yeah, these guys, they just trading their whole team. You know, and this is kind of breaking news. We're going to break this on the podcast. But they just traded about the only good running backs they got left and a draft pick to get a man who ain't played a snap all season. They done lost their day months. Are they, are they even going to be able to field a roster this week? I saw they got – they picked up Nathan Peterman. Nathan yeah. five-pick Peterman. Did you see who the other quarterback was they, they playing? Is it Derek Anderson? They just going for the whole it's Bills quarterback? Brock, Brock Osweiler. Perhaps the two very worst starting quarterbacks in the football league. Are, are starting for this one fella. And that's what happens when you trade away all you good folk. So, lesson learned, maybe, probably not. Oh, well. Yeah, they have made a huge mistake and a huge mistake and a huge mistake. So, they won this award 20 times over. So, congratulations. I, that's, a, that's a hand clap, right? That's right, a chicken clap. I mean, I ain't giving them one, but you could, I'm saying. <laughs> All right, we we done spend enough time on these these feats. So uh, so next up, we got us the wild card award, and uh, just like uh, Charlie Day cutting the brake lines in uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, this team doesn't know what it is, and neither does anyone else. They's a wild card, and that their team is the pop up pop tarts. You know, are are they good like we thought at the start? Or, I mean, are they not good like we thought at the start? Or are they actually good like they've been showing these last few weeks? Are they stabby or are they Pop-Tarts? What is they, Thurston? Well, um, reckoning I don't know. They are three and five. They are still sitting in last place in the league. But this might this, – mm, this is real weird. They have the longest win streak in the league right now, even in last place. So you explain to me how that happens. I don't know. Oh, it's because there's a wild card. Well, there you go. Good good award there. When it, whenever I think about this team, and I'll try to switch up some of my references here since I'm offending you so. <laughs> um, it's like you're staring at one of those pieces of, like, invaluable, incredible artwork, and all you're seeing is – like, colors thrown on a page ain't making no sense. You're looking at it like, I could have done it. My possum could have done it. And now it's hanging in a museum or on a wall. And you don't get it. And you look at it. And everybody else loving on it. And you're like, what? That's kind of how I am with Pop-Up Pop-Tart. You think that you could have done it, even though it's bad. Well, I think it's bad, but other people saying, well, maybe they're good. Maybe they're priceless. <laughs> maybe they is. I think we'll find out. I guess we will. They're making a push for sure. They're coming for everybody else. Hey, are we at the midway point of this whole endeavor? Uh, I ain't going to count them, but we're probably close. Yeah. All right, well, if we're at halfway point, then I've got a musical interlude to interject. Oh, good deal. Let me get my right guitar. On. I'll join. No, no, no <laughs> I got this. Now, this is going to be the same sort of thing we've done before because we didn't have no winners. If anybody can tell me what instrument Thurston's playing, then you'll win something. All right, congrats. Hashtag. You don't even have to play in this league. Just tell me. Uh, by the way, this musical interlude is brought to you by PetsOvernight.com. Find a gift for the guy who has everything. Log on to PetsOvernight.com. We've got exotic pets galore, including tigers, roar, cobras, <laughs> yes, manatees, and white rhinos, arr, 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 all delivered overnight. PetsOvernight.com, delivering little bundles of joy, of love, in a box, directly to your door. Are you ready for this? Here we go. Let's do it. (laughs) 
It's all you get and enjoy it. <laughs> so if you know what that instrument is, hashtag musical mystery. And also say what the actual mystery when you do the hashtag. Ain't nobody knows. Hey, we got no culture plot in this group. Hey, we got one hashtag. Uh whatever was on your side and I I got a personal text of a hashtag Tuck was right so them hashtags are coming along we got two so let's see if we can get the ball rolling on this hashtag musical mystery whatever I said I don't know if I believe all the words you just said but fine let's move on with it well we are going to move on we're going to move on right to the hot ham water award so uh, in Arrested Development, uh, 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 Buster is raving about his sister's cooking, where she just put ham and water and heated it up and didn't do nothing else. So he says, uh, just when you think it was just water, you get a smack of ham to it. So this is a, this award is for the team that has exceeded our expectations so far. So, you know, just when you thought you was just getting water with this team, they hit you with a smack of ham. And that ham-smacking team is pivot. You know, they lost Le'Veon Bell. That was like their top pick. Yeah. Uh, he ain't played a game all season. And they ain't really had no running backs all season. You know, and then after we done concluded that they had this award, uh, they traded that no-good-for-nothing Bell, and they got some pretty good running backs back. So, you know, I, I think this team is going to be doing some ham-smacking even into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, the pivot is looking all right. I, You know, the way you described that award kind of just seemed to me like he was talking right exactly about the pop-up Pop-Tart. But anyway, I'll let that go. <laughs> pivot, sitting at four and four, uh, still looking like they can make the playoffs, still kind of middle of the road as far as total points scored. So they ain't some just lucky fly-by-night winner. They're actually earning some of these. Uh Pivot, uh, whenever, mm, I don't know, I watch Pivot and it reminds me of my Aunt Estherine. You can take that for what it is. <laughs> I had to leave the rest of the reference off because I'm going to annoy you with my... Now go ahead and do it. I think, I think we're all expecting... Well, it's like following her into the john. It's bad. It's difficult, right? It's kind of like my other, other cousin, Daryl, with his milk, but she's just kind of always. You just give it some time to air it out. That's all I'm saying. Pivots win in. They're 50, 50, 50 here, but this league is so low and so average that to be 50, 50, I just, you know, how it is. Well, I just want to defend myself for um, giving no pivot this award. You know, you said maybe that was pop-up Pop-Tarts. Uh, the award is who's exceeded our expectations, and I don't think we can give the last place team the exceeded our expectations award. You know, I think we can all agree when Le'Veon Bell went out, we thought this pivot team was nothing. We thought they was trash. Other bad adjectives. What we said about. I them. think you just made a moo point. I think we can all agree on that. Move point. <laughs> so we will move on to the next uh, award there. Cows make good daddies, too. Let's go on. Cows make good daddies? I did. <laughs> Do I need to tell you that bulls make good daddies? <laughs> I don't reckon you do. I said what I said, and you can be all sexist about it if you want to, but I'm just telling you. Life is in. It's life. It's 2018, I guess. Uh, so uh, uh -huh. next up, we got the the Prison Mike Award. And the winner of this award is a man who has no morals or regards for human life. You know, as most oh, of y'all know, Prison Mike is a classic character Michael Scott portrays in the office. 
And as my good pal Michael Scott would say, you, my friend, would be the bell of the ball. And he'd be saying that to Garrett Cleavager, who has been flouting conventions all year long by refusing to rename his team right. So he's a classic prison Mike. Yeah, sadly to say this team's sitting at five and three. It's kind of unfortunate. They're, you know, they're number three as far as standings, but they're third from last as far as points. So, yeah, lucky is as lucky does with this can't-be-named team. It's kind of like what it, you're sitting there gnawing on whatever you think is about the worst thing to eat in the world. I'm thinking some black licorice. That stuff is bad. While you're listening to nails on a chalkboard that are just like over the intercom system and blaring straight into your ear holes. That's not even what it's like to watch this team. That's what it's like to even hear about or think about this team. It's hard coming up with all these fun and imaginative nicknames for them, and they just ignore you every single time. We've come up with some really super good ones, ain't we? We have. Ain't we? And – you say we've been working hard on it. Uh, I, I have been working hard on it. It's been real easy, and I'm, that may be the last thing I do right before I give you a call and do it in about five minutes because <laughs> uh, it is so easy. Yeah, I just changed the theme name, man. I'm glad you feel good about it. It takes me about <laughs> hours every week. Well, maybe that's. A- Garrett, I don't Google none. That's just Garrett Cleavage's problem. It just takes him too long. He's like, oh, it's just so frustrating. I already got this team name. Are we sure we're pronouncing that boy's first name right? I believe it's Jarrett. Jarrett Cleavager. You know, you might be right. Might have been named after, uh, you know, I think they're, <laughs> I was going to say a NASCAR driver, and I realized. I'm not for sure what his first name is. Or if there's a NASCAR driver with the last name Jarrett at all. (laughs) Dale Jarrett? I don't know. Uh, Well, we'll just move on past that. Right. We'll we'll have our producer cut all this out, so ain't nobody going to hear it no way. Point made. (laughs) All right, so we're going to follow that award with the – I'm the Wiz and Nobody Beats Me Award. I didn't say that right, but it's, you know, it's the words that matter. Uh, so it, it's kind of hard to explain who the Wiz was in a short period of time, uh, but YouTube is an invention that we all have, and if you just type in, I'm the Wiz and Nobody Beats Me, I'm pretty sure you'll find that classic Seinfeld bit. Uh, anyway, this is the award for the luckiest team this season, because uh, nobody wants to score points against them, because they are the Wiz. And nobody beats them. So uh, that that team is the Vandalay Industries, uh, which uh, Coinka Dink Dinkley is also a Seinfeld team name. So you know, happy accidents. But is not related directly to Vandalay as one of our other awards was. Yeah, so not as Coinka Dink Dinkley as the other award would have been, but uh, you know, same realm. Yeah, so they're sitting at four and four. I'm wondering how they're the the luckiest when Domain Master's also four and four, and they've actually had fewer points they've scored. Well, but I anyhow, think it's just directly who's had the least points against. Ah, uh, yeah, that's, and that's the Vandalay well, Industries. Yeah. I, I didn't you, put a whole lot of thought into this one other than just look at who had the most points against. Yeah, when I'm when I'm looking at Vandalay and they're sitting there at fifty fifty again, like everybody else seems to be that or one game off. What is wrong with these folks? <laughs> anyway, um I don't know. It's about like at one morning I got up out of bed and I walked over to the tub and I look in it and there's termites just a swarming all over that tub. You don't think very many happy thoughts in that moment, and that's about how it hits me when I watch Vandalay. 
I might not like my job much this year if you haven't noticed. <laughs> yeah, because you uh, you did go back to the bath bathroom references on that one. Well, well, it's not, it's not exactly the same as the other one. It ain't my fault that when this happened, they's in my tub. <laughs> it's a real story. It happens. It does, and yeah, that I think that sums up Vanley Industries very well. And I'm sorry, I I've been calling you out on all these bathroom references. I'm sure we won't have any more the rest of this podcast. I'm rewriting all my other ones right now. No, you don't have to do that. You just be you, Thurston. That's what the people like. They don't like it. They love it. They, they want some it. more of they it. They like it. They pity it. So, <laughs> but the, the opposite of that award, we're going to go ahead and move on here, uh, is the uh, I Declare Bankruptcy Award. So we're going back to my old friend from high school, Michael Scott, and one of, one of his <laughs> classic phrases on this award. Uh, this is for the unluckiest team in the league. Uh, you know, they, they've tried everything else, so they should probably just go ahead and give up and focus on next season. You know, they should declare bankruptcy. It just ain't in the cards this season. All right. Who are we looking at? Oh, I definitely did not say the team name. (laughs) (laughs) And the team is the Birds of War. Well, I certainly thought that is who he's talking about, but I did not want to steal your thunder. Yeah, Birds of War, I agree. They're actually second in the league in scoring, and they're still failing miserably at life. Sitting at three and five, I've been trying to give these folk good advice all year, and they just, it's like they're not even turning on the podcast. I look at the Birds of War, and I'm reminded of this time I seen my buddy Dale go outside and uh, try to take a big loogie spit, but he didn't realize the wind was blowing right in his face, and it actually blew back into his eyeball. Now, Watching the Birds of War ain't like me in this situation because I was laughing my hide off. It's more like my buddy Dale who was really having a tough <laughs> one. You got a lot of people with that uh, their name starts with D in your life. You got at least three cousins named Daryl, Dale, maybe some others <laughs> talking about, but I mean four is a lot. If you say so, I know lots of folk. Well, at least four of them start with D. But we'll. Well, if it happens, it happens. I ain't going to change their names on them. Dale is Dale. He's all right. He he don't spit in the wind so much now. <laughs> now, do you just have three cousins, Daryls? Well, I reckon. Who needs more than that? Okay, I was just seeing if you had any more. Maybe we could get that number up to five. But. I don't think I got that many Daryls, not yet. Okay. I can get some of my sisters on it. Some get get some of your sisters what? On it. Ha- tell them to have more Daryls. Oh, okay. All right. So we'll. Uh... Yeah, I kind of feel bad for the Birds of War before we move on. Uh. Yeah, it kind of stinks. You done scored the second most points in the league. But yeah, I mean. If you're this unlucky eight weeks into it, just sell your whole team off. You know, do what the Festus Feats are doing, even though we made fun of them. Uh, you know, you, you got prized people that you can sell and focus on next year. The difference in the Feats is they didn't have no prized people, and they're trying to sell them off. So Now, I'm going to disagree with you wholehearted. I say double down and make them playoffs. I think you can do it. I don't know if you remember if you uh, listened whenever they went over with us, the history of this league, how last year there's a team went by the name of the Wookiee Warriors, started like 0-4, 0-5, ended up making them playoffs. I'm telling you, it ain't over for the Birds. I called them to the Super Bowl. I'm holding to them to the Super Bowl. Get there. Well, I'm real proud of you, Thurston, for doing all that research about the league before we came and, 
you know, was focusing in on them. I'm real proud of you for doing yeah. that. But, uh, hey, I, I do my homework on Thursdays. Well, you, you kind of sound like my friend from high school, Michael Scott. You, you may not be, well, he, he ain't superstitious. He's only, oh, man, I wish I could remember that quote and before I started saying it. But he ain't superstitious. He's only <laughs> partly stitious. I don't remember what he says, but. <laughs> You've lost me. I, I but I, I, I am superstitious. And if you if you done the unluckiest team in the league, you know, you, uh, this season just against you, you know. I mean, maybe so, but it turns on a dime. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. So, uh, we're going to move on. We done spend a lot of time on the old Birds of War. Uh, so, uh, next up, we got the Flipping Off the Lights Award. And uh, this is named after that classic, classic final scene of Cheers where Sam Malone shuts off all the lights in the bar and everyone's all sad because it was the end of the show. And you could tell... I got to say, that award really took a turn for the positive. I thought we were going hardcore negative on that one. Oh, he is. <laughs> oh. Don't you don't you worry about that, you know. Oh, let me get back to my to my long. <laughs> Setting that up. All right, all right. So, yeah, everyone's all sad because they're in the show, and you could tell they're in the show because they turned off all the lights in the bar. You know, and it was so sad. Because 275 episodes, you know, that just wasn't enough to tell this story about a bunch of sad sack drunks gathering at a bar every day. Uh, so, you know, America was sad when it went off the air. But uh, this award is also just as sad as that was because uh, this is the team that's done for and we can safely flip off all the lights on. Uh, and I will say the name of this team, and that's the Scranton Stranglers. You know, at, at least this team owner can be happy that he's got Todd Gurley on his dynasty team. You know, who's basically the Ted Danson of the fantasy football. Knows, maybe he can follow up this season with his very own uh, Becker-like comeback. Although uh, the team manager should definitely not Google the phrase Ted Danson blackface, because uh, that's something we should all forget about, and that Hollywood definitely has forgot about. Yeah, I didn't know about it. That's interesting. Now, Ted Danson went on to be on CSI, which I don't think is a sitcom, so I guess we'll just ignore that part. You don't think um, it's a sitcom? But yet, is it? Mm. CSI? It's maybe a happy accident that you brought that up. Well, we'll, we'll get to that, maybe. Well, anyhow, regardless, Stranton Scrangler, however I said it, Three and five, they're about five points away from being in very last place. If you notice, there's three of them all huddled together at the bottom. They just can't uh, separate. Staying together much. for warmth. That's kind of smart. It's cold down there. Yeah. So now this team is the, the most likely thing I can think of that reminds me of this team is that time I walked outside my front door my cats had left me some of their uh, sacrifices they do at time. And then not only that had they done it, but they puked on it after. And then I slipped on it and fell and my butt ran through it. And it was an embarrassing moment and I didn't like it. And I'm kind of thinking of the Scranton Stranglers when I think about it. There you go. Yeah, they... Mm -hmm. The uh, Stranglin strategy has kind of turned kind of, I think, opposite of what they wanted to do, and they are the ones, in fact, getting strangled. I reckon yeah. so. So um, they, need to, they need to do what the I Feel Stabby did and turn away from the stabbing and start winning some games. Yeah. So maybe this is their, their Ted Dancing blackface moment, and the next season will be their Becker-like comeback. You know, maybe you could look at it like that. So maybe he should Google that phrase, and that way he can like, he can know. Oh, this is my low, low, low point. Maybe like the pop up Pop Tart, Scranton Stranglers needs to name themselves after PetsOvernight.com. Oh, you, 
delivering little bundles of love in a box directly to your door. You got some more animal noises you make for us? What does uh, the well, fox say? I'm good. I guess, yeah! <laughs> That's the mystery that will never be solved. But, um, so finally, and by your by I'm your count, solved. is this the final award? I hope I don't uh yeah i hope i didn't leave nobody else i got a few things i want to i got a few little notes i want to cover after this though and i got one of those next gen stats she actually returned my call oh from okay i'm i'm intrigued here so uh finally we're gonna finish this sucker off at least the awards part of it. you got some stuff from next gen but uh <coughs> this is our uh <laughs> Pretty, 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 pretty good award. Which is a classic line from another show Ted Dancing was on, Curb Your Enthusiasm. So this is our prediction for who's going to come out victorious this season. Because we think this team is pretty, 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 pretty good. As you might guess from the name of the award. So you got some. I'm on it. I, I I know who the team is, but other folk might not. You might want to help them. Well, I was getting ready to say it's the old, our personal favorites. You know, we say we're not biased when we uh, berate and mock these people mercilessly. Uh, we's a bit biased because we like this team. It's the Newport Nudes. They's going to win it all. I think so. Yeah. So why don't you break it down for us? Tell us about their halfway season point so far. Well, they're six and two. They've scored one thousand three hundred eighty-one points, which is more than a hundred better than anybody else in the league. Uh, they pretty well smack down the people who stand up to them. The only time they lose is when I tell them they need to back off a little and not peak <laughs> too early. And then, uh, besides that, they mostly just uh, stomping around, you know, throwing everybody else underneath. But whenever I think of this team, it's like Grandma Gail's heart pudding. I actually meant to say, meant to say meat pudding. I just read it wrong. <laughs> you read meat as heart. <laughs> she makes <laughs> she makes it with love as a secret ingredient. That's where the okay. heart comes in. That meat pudding is delicious. And this team is fantastic. They're good. Anyone with Tyreek Hill is pretty good. So, I like Could it. the meat in the meat pudding be heart? I mean, I never asked because it was never worth asking because it's delicious. So, I mean, yeah. Well, maybe you misunderstood and said, you know, she said that what makes it so good is the heart. She put it. It's from, from the, the heart. heart. That's what she said. This is from so the heart. So maybe it is heart pudding. You know, there's only only one way heart. to find out. I ain't judging it. Well, I did. It's delicious. <laughs> but besides that, I ain't worrying about it. All right. Well, I ain't got much more to say about Newport Never Nudes. You know, go win that championship. You done took everybody's money for the weekly uh, payout. That's actually the next thing I was going to update if you want me to do it. Oh, uh, yeah. We got five teams that have earned some buckaroos so far this year. You want to hear them? Why, sure. Okay, it will shock and amaze you to know that $5 have been earned by the Domain Master. All right. Good job one time. Intriguing. At least, I okay. Uh, one time, uh, Pivot. Managed to win five bucks. Good job. For you might bit. say they exceeded our expectations. Well, yeah, but you might not make that one. Want to make that kind of connection on the next one because the Scranton Stranglers actually got five bucks. Well, they, you know, they getting the lights flipped off on them. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, they, yeah, okay. Festivus feats shocked everybody's souls with winning it twice. The, the highest point total of this season, not that that matters, but 210 points, they managed that. Uh, so they've, they've won 10. 
And then, as you alluded to a minute ago, Newport Never News have won $15 and actually were dangerously close to having 25 already. So, everybody else ain't stepping it up. Well, what else? Right. <laughs> so, if, if, you, if, you got, if you got nothing else to say, I'll step in with a uh, just a little bit of a heads up what's going on with the playoff hunt real quick. Newport Never Nudes are looking to have a bye, okay? And then they right now would play the winner of the team that cannot be named and pivot. And then on the other side, uh, the Pip Pip the Doodly Doos are standing there with a bye, and they're looking to play the winner of either the Chickens Don't Clap or the Vandalay Industry. So looking good. So I want to get to these next-gen stats, and really there's just the one, and it's just mind-boggling and shocking and a little bit scary because I can't quite know what to make of it. Are you ready? I need you to pay attention on this one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been paying attention this whole time. All right, so we're eight. Follow my numbers here. It's about the numbers. We're painting it by numbers. We got eight weeks into the season. All right, uh-huh. eight weeks. Then we got eight teams in this league that are separated by a total of 88 points scored. Oh. Eight weeks, eight teams, 88 points. Oh, my so, gosh. So if you can explain to me what all that's about, maybe I'll sleep a little better tonight. Nope. You're going to have nightmares. <laughs> Dad, burn it. I'm sorry, Thurston. I wish I could help you. Yeah, the eight teams that we're looking at are everyone but the top two scorers and everyone but the bottom two scorers. Everybody else in the middle is all separated by just the 88 points. Wild and crazy. <laughs> Didn't you have something else you wanted to say about making us money? Well, um, we actually, you know, we've been sponsored by Ski most of the time and then Diet Ski one time. Uh, we didn't get Ski to, to sponsor our award segment this year, uh, but we did get skis like you use, you know, when you're snowing around, you're around snow, you ski downhill. So we're sponsored by Skis today. Uh, and this is really a PSA from the National Ski Association, National Ski Years Association. Sorry. Uh, <clears throat> so the PSA is, uh, you know, when you're out skiing, you need to keep your head up, keep your eyes off your phone. You know, skiing and texting has been a big problem in the ski community lately. Because uh, I don't know if you know this. There's trees out there on the hillsides, and people, they just smack right into them, and that's not a good thing. So, yeah, keep keep your eyes on the front of you, and ski with, uh, what's the word, ski with uh, some sense. Come on. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you know what I did forget to do? That was a great job. I'm glad we're all going to stay nice and safe when we ski now. That's well done, Tuck. But now, uh, I was supposed to, we had a presenting sponsor for our uh, Next Gen Stat, and I forgot. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back in and make okay, it we'll, up. We'll Is cut it right? out here, and we'll place it where it's supposed to go. You know, we got the top-notch producers on this show, and that's why – Appreciate that. All right, so it's we're back with Ampidermy. They just have a quick little announcement. They said, you let us give you a hand, and we will keep your best foot forward or on the wall. That's it. That's a good update. All right. I'm glad you did. I'm they glad just wanted you to let everybody know. We'll definitely they're still here we'll chop us. it up, and the people that are hearing this, they're not going to hear it where it actually was said. That's exactly what Ampidermy does. They chop it up. <laughs> Happy accidents. 
Um, so, uh, <laughs> so, so what'd you say? Never mind. I was just thinking of all the reasons someone might need amphidermy and they might not all be happy accidents. That's what I was thinking. I, I would think most of them or all of them are not happy accidents. I am happy to look up and see my pinky still on the wall. <laughs> okay, I guess just most of them then. You know, we all, there's ex- look at the English language. How do you do that? <laughs> Don't think about it too much, Thurston. All right, I'm tired <laughs> of thinking anyhow. Well, don't get too tired because that does it for... Are you done with all your stuff? I have it all done. All right, so we're done with all that stuff. Uh, and, you know, all these team managers should be getting their trophies in the mail anytime. And don't don't you worry, Thurston, because we use their own money to finance those. Because, you know, we... Wonderful idea. We do have all their access to all their bank accounts and all that. So, but we are going to follow up that segment with a little surprise segment that I did not tell you about, Thurston. Uh oh. And uh, I may have teased it a little bit earlier, but that segment's called "Is That a Sitcom?" So basically, I'm about to name a bunch of sitcoms in a row, and in a sentence or two, you're going to tell us whether it is or is not a sitcom, and why or why not. So are you ready for this thing that I caught you completely off guard with? Sure, let's roll with it. About time for my stories, but go ahead. Uh, Taxi. That is absolutely not a sitcom. Who's going to sit there and watch someone ride around in taxis all day? That sounds awful. (laughs) Okay. um, I wasn't planning on telling you if you're right or wrong on these. But you are actually wrong about that one. Well, that's a terrible idea. I'm sure Danny DeVito was not present. <laughs> no one even remembers who Andy Kaufman is. You know what? I thought you had no idea that that was a TV show. I'm finding out right now that you just don't know what a sitcom is. So this might not be a, <laughs> this might not be a good idea. Okay, so um, Taxi Driver. Oh, absolutely. You get to drive and you get to look around and see who's riding with you. That could be interesting. Okay. So let me make the idea that's very clear. This is not, I'm not pitching sitcoms and whether or not they would work. These are actual entertainment uh, properties that do exist. And you're supposed to say whether or not they were a sitcom. And why or why not? Is that clear? All right, all right. Sure. Okay, okay. do you know Taxi Driver? <laughs> I'm going to say it's not a sitcom. Because <laughs> I'm looking at dinosaurs. What? <laughs> You're looking at dinosaurs? Just the one, but yeah, go ahead. I don't know where this is gone. Uh, and that's another happy accident. You're about to find out in about two seconds. But anyway, uh, Baby Driver. That's a movie. Not a sitcom. <laughs> All right, you're starting to get this, Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> now we're on it. Ryan Gosling's Canadian. <laughs> he was not in Baby Driver. <laughs> but thank you for that info. <laughs> so this is be clear. Still true. Be clear, we start off with taxi, taxi driver, baby driver. Now, now right. we're gonna go to dinosaurs, which is still a segue. Oh yeah, you know, these have all these. Yeah, yeah, these, sitcom. These have, yeah, absolutely. these have all been segues. So this one's still a segue. Because they have a baby on there, and that's the funniest character. So, baby driver to dinosaurs. Right. It absolutely is a sitcom. Okay. Not the mama. Push down trees. So, Don't get eaten at work. So, that's what makes it a sitcom? Yeah. Okay. 
It's a half hour long and it's hilarious. <laughs> okay. So next we're going to go to Frackle Ro- Where is Pangea on this map? <laughs> You're grounded for being too stupid. Do you want me to keep going? <laughs> is that a reference to the show or are you talking to me? No, it's absolutely <laughs> a reference to the show. I'm quoting okay. it for you. Okay, so next up, I should not have picked so many sitcoms. I didn't know it was a good thing. <laughs> but next up, we got Fraggle Rock, which, you know, obviously puppets, whatnot. Not a sitcom. Interesting. Why is that? Because they ain't real people. they puppets. <laughs> so dinosaurs <laughs> is a sitcom. Right. <laughs> But Fraggle Rock is not. You're, you got okay, it. Okay, so we'll go from. It's like making an animated series a uh, sitcom. It ain't. It's a cartoon. That's not. It's not a cartoon. It's a puppet show. Okay. Dinosaurs ain't no puppet show. Okay. Um. All right. Let's just move on. So Fraggle Rock to the Rockford Files. Do you know the Rockford Files? I don't reckon I'm. I reckon I've heard of it and ain't seen it. So I'm going to guess no, but I don't know why. It's kind of like Columbo. You know Columbo? It's like a TV drama about police officers? Yeah. Then no, not a sitcom. All right. Since you don't know that one, we'll just go on. The X-Files. Oh, no, not a sitcom. Way too serious. Way too serious. Way too much drama. Are are we the only ones out here? <laughs> Come on. Okay, now we're starting to get exactly what I wanted from this segment. We're getting there. All right. So that one may have been too serious, but what about this one? Malcolm X. Malcolm X, the movie? Yeah. Is that it? Denzel Washington? Yeah. Movies ain't sitcoms. Okay. I don't know why I gotta explain that a, to you. Even comedy movies ain't sitcoms. <laughs> it's gotta be a repeat TV okay. show. It's gotta be like the Drew Carey show or something like oh, that. Oh dang! I wish I'd put the Drew Carey show on there. Maybe next time. But so we Cleveland. So you say Malcolm X is not a sitcom? We'll go from Malcolm X to yeah. Malcolm in the Middle. Absolutely. Because whenever Walter White is a funny comedian daddy, everybody loves to watch it. And that's what makes a sitcom. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's funny. They're sitting around trying to be funny. It's set up, set up, set up joke. Set up, set up, set up joke. It's a cause that follows a common thread. All right. So next up we got, this one's a bit controversial, so prepare yourself. But we got the Cosby Show, which works as a segue because Malcolm Jamal Warner plays Theo. Yeah, it's a sitcom. It's the classic. It's one of the originals, but not the first. It's not even the first Bill Cosby sitcom. It's not. No, but it's good. It's all okay, right. Okay, so we'll go from the Cosby show to that 70s show. Yeah, it's a, uh, I reckon it's a sitcom, but it's kind of cruddy. <laughs> but what makes it a sitcom? I think because they're all sitting around trying to be funny all the time. Set up, set up, set okay. up. Joke. Okay, so. They ain't being serious. Next we'll go to uh, Golden Girls because the main characters are in their 70s. Yeah, sitcom. Funny. Okay. Being funny on purpose. It's like The Office was a sitcom until the last season. Then it wasn't anymore. It just sucked. <laughs> it quit being a sitcom. Okay, Gilmore Girls. Uh, I'd have to be more familiar. I am a man. Mm. Right. Speed is up here. You may not know this one either, but Girls. Yeah, I don't know it. I've heard you reference it an awful lot. (laughs) Okay, so we'll go from Girls to... uh... Sabrina the Teenage Witch, because the main characters are girls. Now, are you talking about the old one or this new thing where people get ah, stabbed in the neck? talking about the old one. Melissa Joan Hart and then, a yeah. bunch of other people I only know from that Melissa. show. Uh, yeah, 
sitcom. Okay. And we'll, going for the fun. And we'll end with the granddaddy of them all, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because vampires and witches, you know, same thing. Not a sitcom. Right, this one, Stay with it. It's it's driven by the stories, not by the funny. The stories lead to each other. There's like a whole arc over a season of what's going on. Sitcoms don't do that mess. You don't. You got to kill the evil. Sitcoms have season long arcs. Not like that. Not like not an arc that says we got to kill the evil demon queen. Okay, I might believe that one. Whole season where they were trying to get a TV show made. That's season four. They also had, they also had one where a feller was getting married, then he didn't. <laughs> yeah, what happened with that? Ah, uh, Larry David's a jerk. <laughs> uh, Believe it or not, I thought we was gonna be done a few minutes early. I don't know really what happened there about twenty minutes ago, <laughs> but here we are. Well, that was the end of it. Uh, I thought that segment was gonna go a little differently, but we had. <laughs> Had a few snags. Maybe I shouldn't have surprised you with it. Uh, but that, <laughs> that's all we got now. If anybody's still out there listening, I uh, thank you for your Sorry for you. Yeah. But uh, so that's going to do it for today's show. You know, we did our annual midseason award show. Uh, why don't you send us off on a high note, Thurston? Well, he wanted to make fun of me about the dinosaur, but he's getting rained on and there's clouds coming in the sky and the trees are growing so big. <laughs>